Yo, what's the word? What's the wave? We are back with another installment. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined by Nate and Talil. Fellas, how we doing? What's going on? What's not much, man. Not much. Um, we, we're doing this earlier than usual. The sun is still up. This is unnatural, but hey, some things happen. But um, I think the term some things happen, um, I think it was the same line that Earl Thomas used last night in reference to his video. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And you know that, we man. we had we had a very very different approach to this episode. I don't think we was going to talk about this very very much. I, I well we was actually want to talk about the last dance. We're going to still talk about that, but the elephant room we definitely got to get into this. the elephant rooms. Earl Thomas. Now, um, the, the what the origin room? Oh, <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> You know, da- you, you know damn well I didn't say the origin. Oh, 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 my bad. My, hey, elephant, yo, my bad. I'm <laughs> <crying>. <laughs> yo, y'all are wildin'. We just started <laughs> the episode. <laughs> I thought he said, I, "Oh, elephant." My bad. I, I anyways, anyways. Oh, so. If you have been sleeping or living under a rock, we're just going, I'm going to lay out the scenario. So, early in the day, Earl Thomas had left the house. His brother, uh, what, what's his brother's name again? I told, I forgot his name. Um, uh, what is his name? His wife's name is Yeah, Nina. I know. Yeah, his, his wife's name is Nina. Um, Seth. 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 So, Seth had picked him up, and he made a mistake for a lot of guys that he, his wife has access to his Snapchat and saw that he posted another a video with another woman. So drop the addy. And drop the address as well. So that prompted to that prompted Nina to assemble the Avengers, the all women Avengers, <laughs> and go to the crib and raise all types of hell. More hell than Stone Cold could ever dream of. And <laughs> Held a gun up to the, to bro's head and all that, and that's basically a story. And you know, I read this story. I'm just like, you know, Tyler Perry's probably jealous because he probably could have made a plot just like this. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is obvious, this is honestly something out of a movie. I've never in my life heard of something like this. And before I let y'all go, I've never in my life. Heard someone wanted to train with their own brother, their own nah, brother. I mean, I mean, <laughs> may, all right, maybe I haven't been exposed to stuff like that, but I've heard wilding, it. Bro. So, with that being said, oh. both of them deserve nasty award, awards, and I'm glad it's only just a nasty award that they get it, and they didn't wasn't involved in a domestic dispute, like where him put his hands on her or whatnot. You know, I'm glad that's not the case, but. What it, what they said they said in the report that that he had he didn't put I, I didn't really know I don't want to say anything but allegedly he had wrestled away the gun well so she wasn't able to like shoot yeah well that that is that is a fact and but he didn't he didn't allegedly you know he didn't he didn't put his hands on her like her which is which is so. which is good because I think if, which is in, good in, in, in any situation where our life is on the line we're probably going to do the same thing so. You know, if anyone wants to victimize them for that, then you know that's on them. They're wrong, but that's on them. 
Now he's still in the wrong. You know, she, oh, she's right. You know what I'm saying? Look, let me tell you, if I, if I walk in on, you know what I'm saying, my wife or whoever doing something like that, but what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be mad too. I probably wouldn't take it to that extreme, but I'll be mad too. You feel me? I don't think anyone so, will, um, to be honest, because I. So. Like, I. No, nah, I, I, everyone would react that way. And truthfully, I right. think that. This is this is going to be a story for a, a long while because this is something that women are going to grab and be like, you know what, I, I understand that, I respect that, blah blah blah. And um, Talo has something to say about this. You want you want to point out a little yeah, something here? Because I was trying to remember before I start, I wanted to say, Brandon, you said you never heard of brothers doing. Honestly, this? no. You're bugging. He's bugging. Uh, he he knows must, he you clearly must have never, you must have never pressed the taboo category. But anyway, you're going to leave that. But yeah, like I was saying off the air that like it's crazy and it might be somewhat comical, but if Rose was reversed and let's say Earl Thomas was the female. No, what am I saying? No, if Earl, yeah, if Earl Thomas was his wife and it was reversed and he went to her with mm-hmm. the gun and did all of this and raised hell. It would be a completely different narrative. 100%. Like it wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be justified. They'd be like, "He's crazy. He's toxic." Release He'd probably her, abuse blah, blah, her. Blah. Yeah, arrest him. It would have been a completely different narrative. One hundred percent. And then on top of that, you missed a whole a big point. She took out the magazine from the gun, but she still had a, a bullet in the chamber that she didn't know mm-hmm. about. So imagine if she made a mistake and fired the gun and hit somebody. Not even that. Just it would have like she been, made a mistake. It would have been tried to pull the trigger. Yeah, like, imagine it, she, it like goes off and she hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like imagine it goes off because she pointed it at him. So imagine if it goes off. Now you got a whole completely different narrative all because she wanted to prove a point and quote-unquote scare him. Like, it's funny. Is it's he, comical. Is he pressing charges? I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, if it's it's a bet. I mean, he's wrong. He's in the wrong. So I don't think he's going to press charges, but you never nah, know. No, because at, at, yeah, at he, the end of the day, that's his wife. And he knows he did wrong because he, but yeah, I mean, yeah. he can't press charges. The other woman probably yeah. could, but he can't necessarily because you know. But what well, what confused me about the video that he dropped because he said a, a report from TMZ is going to come out because I mean TM, TMZ knows everything before we we do. So mm-hmm. he said something that I was just like, um, I don't know about that. He said these things happen. Um, mm, I don't know. So I don't know. Cool. Every day that someone is getting a a gun pointed to their head by their wife. I get what he's trying to say, but what you have to do, Earl Thomas, my friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to call you that right now, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like as an athlete who's famous, who has fans, you can't say things like that. You may know that things like that happen, but you have to say, well, I, I want to be the one to prevent things like that from happening. Because domestic violence isn't something to say, like, things like that happen and we just right. rush over it. Like, we need to get over it. That's not what we right. And I don't play like that either. That's why, like, like if you're going to make a video, make the correct video. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He didn't apologize either. Because... I know, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to make a video, make the correct because video. Because what's lost in all of this is that, you know... We're gonna we're gonna laugh at the memes. We're gonna laugh at everything. I sure as hell was laughed at the memes, but you know you didn't apologize for doing your wife dirty. 
Like right, you your excuse was and things like this happen. Like no, like you cannot set that precedent for all of the athletes or upcoming athletes that hey, oh, I'm you know you you're gonna cheat on your your wife or your girlfriend a couple of times, you know you know these things happen. That shouldn't be the norm. And I think that I think that video was just made out of just him being just. Like struck, he felt like he needed to say something. He felt, yeah, he felt yeah. Like he needed to say something. He wanted to make everyone aware that something was going to go down, and I understand it. You know, I, I think that was a mature thing for him to do, but we didn't know the details that came out. And there was a lot of people who should owe him apology. By the way, that was saying that oh, he definitely put his hands on his on his wife. If you said that, you need to apologize because everyone wants to jump to that conclusion yeah. about athletes or just men in general <laughs> that they put their hands on their woman, and that's not the case. So for anyone who accused them of that, listen, he ain't going to see it, but you should you should really like take it back and be like, hey, you know, that didn't really happen, so I, I, I shouldn't, you know, cast that that level of aspersions on him. But, um... I can't wait to see what that locker room going to be like. You know they're going to make jokes of it. <laughs> nah. Like, you know, yeah. you know with Mark Ingram and them in there, they, he going to be the only veteran to ever get rookie hates. It's going to be funny. <laughs> nah, they're they going to make fun of him all. You, you, know, what, you, you know what that means, right? Hard Knocks either come to Baltimore camp. They're going to be too busy with, with the Browns. Who cares? Either the Browns or the Browns. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Honestly, <laughs> I, I it just it's it's like the same teams every year with hard knocks. You got the Bengals already. You had the Browns, I think. Now it's the Dol- was the Dolphins. It was the Dolphins, times, right? I, believe. I, I don't know. It was either one. Of them. I think it was both of them. But that would be quite the story to follow around. But then again, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure the NFL don't want to break stuff. Roger Goodell is not going to. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And, I, and, no, and, and nah, truthfully, and truthfully I think the Ravens are too black of a team for the NFL to put on hard knocks and give them that kind of limelight. Big trust, yeah. Well, well, to be honest, yeah, I was gonna say they could because Lamar Jackson is really like turning into. I know it's Patrick Mahomes getting like the like. I'm talking about the real one, like black Twitter fan base. You feel me? Like, <laughs> and you never know if they give him the hard knocks. You know what I'm saying? And they so happen just win a championship. They got themselves a whole new team because the bad boys was a long light for yeah, NBA for a little bit. If, if Lamar Jackson performed so, in the playoffs like how Patrick Mahomes did, he would probably be the face of the NFL. Right honestly, now. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. We we already my bad to cut you off, but I feel like we we already you know um, we already following behind the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Just because Lamar Jackson, you know, as a uh, what two years He's second year QB now going into his third year, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah second year QB. Third. Second year QB already doing like uh, like legendary things. You know what I'm saying? Like he he got our fans. I mean, he got our votes. So I I think if he continues and he does it in the playoffs, I feel like he right. definitely could be the face. So you never know. They could they could make that a hard knocks. Because I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of Gruden. I'm tired of the Raiders. I'm tired of all of that, bro. Well, in, in all fairness to the Raiders, they had a pretty entertaining one only because of Antonio Brown and and Joe and John right. and stuff like that. Antonio but, Brown, um, yeah. But but that gets hey, it got irritated just hearing about <laughs> what is uh, what is AB up to this week or this day. Is he calling Mike Mike May up the cracker? Is he mm-hmm. throwing the ball at them? Like it, it got tired at the time. So I understand it, but I think he should have cut that mustache. Yeah. Listen, he he would throw weird facial hairstyles, man. <laughs> like, 
I don't even know, boy. Boy, you know, I'm glad we brought that up. I don't mean to deviate from what we was actually going to talk about. But um, one thing that I have appreciated, you know, and one, one thing that people are not talking about, I think it's for a reason, is that Antonio Brown's been staying out of the limelight. You can tell he's been getting. You can tell he's been getting this stuff together. He's mm-hmm. he's wanting to get back into the league, and and truthfully, like I don't implore you know certain guys to change their ways completely to get back into the league because you're capitulating to the ideals of what an of of the owner's idea of what an NFL player should be. But I think mm-hmm. it's bigger than that. He's actually getting his life together. He's not in the limelight for stupid things, stupid tweets, anything like that. So I'm happy for him, and I hope he stays on a good track because I was one of the main people who came at him for being a, a nut, and I just want him to be good, and I want to see him back in the NFL because he's one of the most exciting plays I've ever seen. I think a lot of people share that sentiment as well. Word. I definitely feel like that too. I feel like he's trying to help well, himself. Well, the one scary part is so if he gets back into the league, I feel like there will be a team wait and waiting to sign him. He should go to the Cowboys. He's going I'll to the Bucks. Who? No, he's going to the Bucks. He's not going to the Bucks. What's he's going Bruce to the Bucks? Yeah, 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 Bruce already ruled that out. He's not going there. Oh Ca- yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know because they I forgot a lot yeah, of weapons right now. But right. I I think it'll be the Eagles personally because truthfully you can never be too hopeful for a full sixteen games or seventeen games going forward with Deshaun Jackson and Alshon right. Jeffrey. So right. either the Eagles or maybe the Ooh, Packers. If he come to the Eagles, Cause, cause, I, I like going go to, to the Packers. A veteran, elite wide receiver with a young quarterback. Because at some point Jordan Love is going to get moved into that. Well, well, like I. Either that or Aaron Rodgers is gonna. I, I like I speculated, there, I think that the Packers front office will make more of an effort <coughs> when um, Rodgers is not the quarterback, because I do think there's a rift there. Right. Right. But I do think the squeaky clean image of the Packers is not going to win Antonio Brown in that locker room. If there's any, per- if there's any team that's accepting of guys yeah. with sort of a personality. Eagles have been that have been that team. Howie Roseman was the same guy who brought in Michael Vick, you know. So that's yeah. a that's something to think about, boy. And I, I think the the you know why I really like the Eagles. To be honest, I feel like we tried to always be. Well, other than that, sure. <laughs> um. I, I feel like we always tried to implement something that's true. different. Mm-hmm. Like we always tried to like. We were like the outcasts of like, especially our division. You know what I'm saying? Like we definitely always try to bring something new every season. Like with the, I remember when we 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 switched up the nutrition. Like, and we were when we were healthy, like at our healthiest, and we were moving that quick snap, mm-hmm. uh, fast pace, uh, football, and it was working for like a good five, six games in a row. Like that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else in the league was doing things like that. And I feel like and that's what and I like. you know, regardless of. The Bears' last playoff appearance being beat by the Eagles. I still appreciate them for the fact that they don't give up on guys. Because remember when when Chip Kelly took over, he got rid of Deshaun Jackson. Why? Because he thought he had a character issue, which wasn't the case at all. He made he he took pictures with people who's like, oh boy, like you know, he looks kind of intimidating. But he, you know, Deshaun Jackson was a good guy. He's always been a good guy throughout his career. He took a chance on Michael Vick, and Chip Kelly ran him into the ground. 
like they give guys chances, and they they've been a, a team like low key the Eagles are trendsetters. They are wonderful. They they are they, exactly the Eagles are trendsetters, and that's why I do respect them as an organization as a team. I mean, your fan base stinks, but I ain't gonna go there. But um, other, I, I yeah, you're right. You it's absolutely Philly, bro, right. What you expect? <laughs> <laughs> And I ride for my team. You know what I'm saying? Philly stand up. Jersey forever, though. Right, right. That that that. I don't know how that's gonna go with a lot of people, but who knows? Whatever. But but um, let's move on. Now, what we originally was gonna talk about for the first segment was the last dance. Last dance had a lot of things going on in the episode. Uh, Michael Jordan saying gambling is not a not a you know, an addiction. It's a hobby, which, which was weird because he had sunglasses on while conducting the interview. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> 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 I'm, well, we found out Marashad is seventy years old, which I, I still find that hard to believe. Um, but one thing that, because y'all yeah, may have your uh, opinions about certain stuff, but it's a couple things that stood out to me. I'm gonna start with, with um, Clyde Drexler. Do you know how much of an animal you have to be to be like I? I will not be compared to Clyde Drexler. I see that as a di- as disrespect, and absolutely go out there and destroy him. I'm. I mean, goodness, Jordan. Jordan was just he's a he's a psychopath. If he's a yeah. he's a psychopath from doing that to going to going at Barkley like he did and playing playing um, quarters with the uh, with the staff <clears throat> members. At the United Center, but one thing I do want to talk about that a lot. This has been a topic of conversation, and this I thought about this because Jason Whitlock, your resident coon on Fox Sport One, wanted to go at LeBron James for I you know, second that motion for <laughs> yeah. I went there. I went hey, there. I don't yo. care. <laughs> I, I, I second that motion. I'm riding. What are we doing? What's up? And he he gave his opinion <laughs> on LeBron James showing his love for um, the jogger who got shot um, in Georgia and wanted to say that this is Twitter trolling and this is not the way to do it. You're trying to show, you know, um, show you're the good one out of Jordan because Jordan didn't take a stance in the documentary. And the Jordan, and the Jordan documentary um, showed that he had a chance to endorse a black candidate going against. Uh, I think his name was Harvey Gantt, I believe. His name is mm-hmm. Harvey Gantt. He's a black. He's a black. Um, he he was he's a man who was black. He was running for the. Um, I think it was governor of Illinois, uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina, and he's going against yeah. um, Jesse Wells. Who was an outspoken? I think, I think his name is Jesse Wells. I, I'm not. I don't think it's Jesse Wells, but. Jesse, Jesse Helms. Helms. I don't know why I get those two because Jesse Helms, who was an openly hateful racist who didn't want MLK Day to be a thing. He referred to a certain place in North Carolina as Mudville, referring to black people. And Jordan refused to endorse Gant because it wasn't his lane. Now, in my opinion, not everybody is suited to be an activist. Eat like athlete or not athlete. Not everyone suited to be a, a, um, uh, an, an activist. But 
there is a clear moral choice between good and evil. And Jordan didn't see it that way because he was so busy applying his craft and being the best basketball player there is to be. And truthfully, I found his excuse to why he didn't do it to be straight nonsense. And I like Michael Jordan. But if your rationale for not having Harvey Gantz back is that you want to work on your craft, that's nonsense. There's a lot of people who did way more than you did and you were the biggest athlete in the world at that time. And you couldn't give a slight mm-hmm. endorsement to someone that you could relate to being a black man. Because at the end of the day, no matter who, no, no matter what, what your upbringing is or anything like that, you're a black man at the, at the end of the day. You're just another N-word to a lot of these white folks out here. And... I don't know if he didn't want to alienate a, a fan base by doing that, but you definitely alienated some of your fan base by saying Republicans wear sneakers too. And I and I guarantee you, if you would have taken the stance of Harvey Gantt, I'm taking his side, his sneaker sales would have still went through the freaking roof. Like, right. and, and yeah, Republicans do wear sneakers because at the end of the day, a lot of them bite, bite our culture but don't like us. That's, that's, that's just the facts. But I just thought it was such a silly thing to say. And it makes you wonder how much does he actually really care? And and truthfully, I don't think it's much because even when the whole thing was going on with, you know, the, uh, killing an unarmed, unarmed black man a couple of years ago, when it was like a much, much a more um, you know, prevalent thing, he wasn't saying much about it. It was LeBron James and Chris Paul. And Dwayne Wade speaking out against it. So that's that's my biggest takeaway. Obviously not basketball related, because basketball related, we already know what Jordan was doing on the court. He was just dominated. And we kind of figured out he's kind of a crappy teammate, a crappy person too, low key. But that's that was my biggest takeaway. Right. And um I'll piggyback off of what you said with a quote from uh MLK. It goes, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Mm-hmm. And to go back to what Jordan said, he's right that Republicans wear sneakers too, but it's not so much about Republican Democrat. Like the man was blatantly mm-hmm. racist. And if you if you're concerned with alienating your fan base that are racist and oppressors, then that why should you care about how they exactly do? they don't care about who they're being how, who they're oppressing and who they're being racist towards. So He's wrong on that standpoint. We would have liked to see him be more of an activist, even though you said, like, not everybody's built to be an activist. But just with the voice that he had, just imagine the impact he could have had, too, if he chose to take that It could have been a Muhammad Ali levels because Muhammad right. Ali was the biggest athlete, at, you know, at <laughs> one point. And it was because he right. put himself over the top telling people, yo, I'm not just a boxer. I fight for something and I stand for something. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like Ali, in my opinion, wasn't the best boxer of all time, but because of his political stances, that made him the greatest. Imagine somebody that they're viewing as the greatest basketball player of all time, plus he's, he's politically involved, too, in taking a stand. That would have made yeah. a huge impact. But, okay. I feel like that's... that's uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like that's what LeBron is succeeded. trying to do right now. I feel like he, he knew... Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's succeeding. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying trying because he's still doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, I feel like that's what he's doing right now because he. He's he's really trying to you know work through the school system, work through you know basketball, work through like uh like like people who you know in poverty and in his community. Like I feel like that's things that Jordan forgot to do. You know what I'm saying? And and LeBron watched that. You know what I'm saying? So he's probably one of those kids who saw Muhammad Ali or, or his mom probably told him you know like you you want to be somebody that's more than basketball. You know, no pun intended, but you know you want to be more than an athlete. Because you don't want anybody to tell you to shut up and dribble. So, you know, I feel like that's important that he continues to do that. And I feel like these kids that are joining the league now, yeah, the flashy cars is nice. The the jewels is nice. The stats is nice. You know, everything is cool. But remember to be just as good as you're going to be on the court, you got to be that same person outside of life. Don't and, be a trashy this, person with money. Thing because you know I'm not going to tell anyone Give how back. to leave politically. I'm not going to do that. That's not my that's not my place. But I do want to make people aware. Do you know how many people have turned on LeBron James for the stances that he's taken? At the end of the day, you're going to have people who are not going to be on your side because of how you how you lean politically, the music you listen to, how you dress. Anything that you do, you can alienate one part of your fan base. So, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, why not take the side of the people I can relate to the most? Because at the end of the day, this is this is the reality. A lot of these people only care about you because they edit, because they entertain you. Entertain them. If you don't entertain them, you're just a regular guy speaking out on Twitter or, or just tweeting about black liberation and all this other stuff, then you'll be hated. You'll be called a racist. You'll be called a hateful person. So just keep in mind that you're gonna, if you want to have a voice, have the right voice and just recognize that, yo, these people don't really love you. They love what you do. Deion Sanders said it the best. So I, I just I, I just wish people would get that through through their heads. Like if you if you support Trump for his policies or whatever, whatever, that's on you, man. I can't do that. He may have the best policies in the world, but he's just a crappy person to me. But if you if you are mm-hmm. just feeding into a lot of what 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 his supporters say, then you're going to be brainwashed by that because a lot of people are just going to be seeing it as, oh, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. We need to keep him safe. We need to support him. I'm telling you, people don't pay attention to that stuff. And then they'll be surprised when if you make a comment that's in support of their own community, they'll be like, oh, my God, I thought these people liked me. No, they don't. They really don't. They don't give a crap about you. I hope they'll, I hope they'll understand that. Right. Side note, can we talk about how oh Pippen my gosh, and like, Jordan beat up that poor man, Tony Kukoc? Like they beat that man. It they his fault. It that was man. all fault, but they, it wasn't but even they, his but fault. they beat up him they to tell Cross like, yo, we not playing with you. Like we did Like the level of it, hatred it, that it, they had for Kraus is intense. Like anything literally. that Kraus liked, they destroyed. But like like it was crazy, but I will get. They did not care about that man. Credit at all. After he got beaten up and victimized by those two, 
he came right back and had a good game. He wasn't going to be psyched out about him, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that about him. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, like Cross did things, right. and was probably expecting that he wasn't going to have repercussions because of it. Because you're playing with two dudes, one who's a psychopath, and oh. one is just a just a straight out baller. You're gonna try to disrespect them. Like, I understand you're the general manager of the team, but you're not going to win against them. I'm like, they, I mean, at the time, no, but he's eventually he won because, you know, got rid of Phil, Michael retired, Pippen got traded, whatever, whatever. But, like, goodness, it just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get, well, I understand Michael Jordan was a bully. He bullied Krause, man, maybe it was a little bit much, but, you know, you got to – don't be so damn sensitive. Yeah, at the end of the day, y'all all the team, y'all are trying to have – y'all have the same goals, and that's winning. But some people – but clear, clearly he didn't understand that. Anything else to add? No, I just feel like Kraus – I feel like Kraus, like, he put that boy in that situation, and I feel like – yeah, even no though I feel like it makes yeah, for that. Better, I just feel like I feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, Nate, we talked about something yeah, off the air, and I want yeah, you to share it with that. the audience. <laughs> so, so guys, I feel like you know, what I'm saying with the with this this last dance doc, I feel like it's really bringing out a lot of um, old legends. You know, what I'm saying to the younger generations, you know, eyes and things like that. Like, people really think that Charles Barkley was trash. Forgetting that he was literally two games away from beating Jordan, that he won MVP season while Jordan, Isaiah is in their prime. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, like, people think that he, like, him and Shaq just argue all day and that Shaq can, says that he ain't have no rings, blah, blah, blah. But Shaq knows how good Charles Barkley is. Trust me. It's just it's just for TV. And the thing with um Isaiah Thomas, like, I know a lot of people think Isaiah Thomas is good, and a lot of people say it just because other people hear it. But if nobody's ever really sat down and watched an old Isaiah Thomas game or, like, you know, a Pistons game, like, if you just watched the way he played basketball, it was like watching magic. He was like, like – he just knew the game. He like his IQ was unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was it's crazy because now you see it in LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's I don't know. I just feel like just I'm happy that people are starting to bring these things back to light because I don't want I don't want to get like 20 years from now and people forget about Allen Iverson or people forget about you know if Melo doesn't get a ring, Melo. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Because like we still have legendary. Sometimes people. I like Twitter. Sometimes I absolutely hate it. And the time I actually absolutely hated Twitter was when there was an actual debate whether Draymond Green was better than Charles Barkley. Like for like for those, oh yeah, that was like a few days ago, right? That was that stupid, debate. Bro. Have y'all lost y'all funky that ass? That was so mind? stupid. And what's wrong with y'all? Great. You ever heard Barkley yeah. where he'd be like, Draymond got his normal triple singles? <laughs> <laughs> Draymond really gets triple singles. Like, 
And he, and he, will beat, he will beat the hell out of really his chest if he gets a three-yard score over somebody. <laughs> like, man, he's... He's going to beat his chest and kick like, you in the nuts. Like, Draymond, I, I try to <laughs> defend him, but sometimes <laughs> he just he does things that makes me be like, man, I can't defend this dude. He just does way too much. Way, way too much. But I'm glad that yeah. that was a... Um, a reminder, yo, Charles Barkley was an MVP winner. He did do a lot of good things with the Suns. He, he made it to the Dream Team for a reason. Like, don't forget, and speaking of the Dream Team, you know, I would like another stimulus. Government, I hope you're listening. I would like another stimulus because I will put my $1,200 on the line to get the full footage <laughs> of that practice and that was shown during... Um, for the dream team, I, I forgot what, I, what was. No, no, I, I, no. If we if we get a new oh, one, wait a minute. I, I, don't know. I, I would pay uh-uh. that money to get all that footage because the the crap talking <laughs> that was taking place with Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, who who is such a good guy, oh, yeah. a really really good guy. I would say a positive guy, but obviously that's not a good joke to make. He's a very very good guy, but. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You got to stop. All right. That was thing. my one. That was it. You only get one joke like that. And, and, that, and that was you my one. You can't be doing that. But Matty oh, Johnson was, was trash talking. Yeah, I got one. And you, you got Larry Bird out there who was probably the king of trash talking of all time. Michael Jordan, who. Jordan and who Magic Johnson kept egging on, and Jordan just absolutely destroyed them. Like, I need all of that footage, I need all that trash talking because, because man, like, <laughs> just yeah, to think funny. they were teammates and they were going at one another the way they did. What's up? Mm-hmm. Now, wait, I just want to ask y'all a question who y'all think, who y'all think would have won? Three on three, Magic. Uh, Damn, I forgot. Charles and uh, wait, no, who was on Magic teams again? Magic. Hold on, I'm gonna search Carl Malone. Oh, I'm missing two more people. Um, it was one more person. I was thinking. I think maybe David Robinson was on his team too. Was it Robinson? So. Hold on, I'm gonna search it up right now. One Magic second. Magic strikes me as that guy. Like, let's say you at recess and somebody hits you. Magic gonna come over and be like, "You gonna let him hit you like that? You better go hit him back." Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, like, that's Magic. Magic Magic is the instigator. <laughs> Yo, that is facts. That is facts. Wait, hold on. Oh man, I'm trying. I'm trying to look it up right now, bed. but the Wi-Fi is messing up. So, I, I'd be. It'd, it'd be have, nice if they did. It'd be very, very nice if they did. But um, damn. But I need. I I really I need that footage because, yeah. man, like I and, and you just wonder because yeah. I always wonder about today's players and how they tra- how they talk trash or, or even even if they talk trash to one another. Well, yeah, because exactly, they can't, that is true. Really. But 
You just you wonder if up. it's the same. If, if it's a little the same thing in a moderate fashion for the the guys now. But I mean, I doubt it. But you know, mm-hmm. but you got you got the Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. Um. So boom. It was it was Magic, Charles Barkley, David Robinson, or Ma- Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird. Who would win that three on three? Team Team Jordan would absolutely demolish. Them. You think so? Even with I don't demolish. I'll, I don't know, bro, because you got to think about it. Magic is going to dish out to Charles and David all game long. And you got to remember, the only person that's really sitting there shooting threes on on um on the blue team, on uh, Magic's team, is Larry Bird. You feel me? And they got some defense. And Larry Bird's a killer. Yeah, but they got defensive. They, they're all right, but Magic's team is defensive-minded. You know what I'm saying? You got offense I mean, versus defense pretty you much. Got, you, got, you got Pippen and Jordan on that, though. And the same way, and the same way Magic is scoring, is Michael's gonna score. The same way Larry's gonna score, David. You know what I'm saying? So what you talking about? Hey man, I'm going. I'm going with the dudes who got the more killer instinct. I'm definitely Jordan Pippen and and Bird. Definitely, I got them. Nah, I'm definitely going. I'm going with Magic's team. I think they will win. I think Magic's team will win. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I want to say Magic's team, but but my thing is nah, nah, man, that, go that ahead. fat nah, elbow pad that's not weighing about... down. Yeah. That's, the, that's the fattest elbow pad I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's like you use like twenty like bands and just wrap it around too. his elbow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just he's an animal, man. He's, he's straight up animal. But man, it's crucial. But I can't wait for the next episodes. The the confirmed Jordan retirement yeah. is on the horizon, and just to think they won the championship this year. Like it, like they seem like they went through so much this year. They went through so much, and and I I'm not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna I I think we found a connection with Jordan's gambling issues because he he owed that one place and I think it was in San Diego. One point two million dollars due to his gambling, and next thing you know, his father it, it gets killed. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a connection there. I don't mean to be conspiracy theorist. I don't mean to speculate. You know, out of respect of the Jordan family, but I tell you, these it, we're we're gonna find out more, and we're gonna try to connect the dots. It's going. It's going to be. It's going to be weird, but it's something that we're going to have to touch on and really, really pay attention for. You think you're going to go in depth into it? No, absolutely not. No, because that's been that's been a that's been a thing for some time. So I don't think that. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, but, but I. Boy, I think that my boy got to do some dishes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's what that I mean. It was. You. It definitely was. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> we had to edit that out. <laughs> he said, "You watching?" Yo. <laughs> yo. Hey, yo, look. Hey, look. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs>
I got you. I got oh, you. Yeah, oh. that got me. That's the fight. <laughs> All right, so we gonna move on from the last answer. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, and they had a good draft. Drafted C.D. Lamb, and they got um, Diggs, Trayvon Diggs from the um, from Alabama, Alabama in the second round. But they it made a a shocking, but not really shocking, at least to me, signing with Andy Dalton to back up. Dak Prescott, and they got rid of the uh, the up and coming Cooper Rush to clear space for him. And what makes this signing interesting is that Dak doesn't have his contract yet. And Andy Dalton, he's only signed for a year, and only getting paid three million. But the money was paid to Ezekiel the previous year. We had um, <coughs> Mark Cooper get his deal, but Dak is still waiting to get his deal. Now, at this point, you would think maybe you should take the franchise tag or is it possible that we might see Dak Prescott leave the Dallas Cowboys after the 2020 season? Mm. I mean, I mean, it's, I, I don't think, I don't think that will be the case. I think they'll eventually work out a deal, but the fact that it's leaking into May and all these guys have gotten signed and got their deals, it's getting a little scary. For the Cowboys, because right. I know they like, I know a lot of fans like Dak Prescott. Now the the rest of the NFL fan base, they may be a little bit indifferent on him because he didn't show up on, in certain in certain games. But I don't know what y'all think. Um, well, I mean, from a business standpoint, I think it's a good move by the Cowboys, and Hi, like, me. like the narrative behind it, like <clears throat> we can say, okay, Dak hasn't signed a deal. But they offered him a deal, a really like a big deal. It was a salary of about thirty-three million a year and one hundred and five million guaranteed. The issue is not so much the deal; it's more so like the years, like the amount of dollars they can agree on. But it's just the years. Like Dak, Dak wants four; they want five. So that's really the issue. So from a business standpoint, I think Jerry Jones is a genius for it. We're kind of like, okay, we offered you this; you don't want to. Sign this, so now we're gonna sign a guy who, yeah, you're better than, but you don't really give us like a really big premium over Andy Dalton, and we signed him for a fraction of what we could have gave you. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, now look, we we tried to give you the deal, you didn't want to get it. Now we got this new guy in. Now he's gonna put pressure on you to either, you know, put the ball on your court. So from a business standpoint, <clears throat> it's uh, it's good, but I think. Just personally, I would like to see Dak get his money because I feel like he earned it. And I feel like his, he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. He still has more to accomplish. And so I would like to see him get his money, but I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at it from Jerry Jones' side. I mean, I feel like I feel like Jerry Jones is, you know, like what you're saying, like a genius. Like he knows what he's doing when it comes to money and, and how to, like, you know, uh, go about it. But at the end of the day, Dak has been his number one, like, going into the league. You know what I'm saying? Since he got in the league, he hasn't – I'm not saying he hasn't let him down, but he's really been trying, you know? Like, he's put the Cowboys on the shoulder, him and Zeke. I mean, him and Zeke. So, mm-hmm. at this point, I think he deserves that money. I don't think I don't think Jerry Jones should really play. And Andy Dalton's not really going to sit here and give his all and everything, like uh, – Dak has been doing for the last few years. Now, one thing that concerns me about this is we know Jerry Jones has a history of playing with some guy's money. He did it with Zeke. 
he he kind of did it with Amari Cooper, but not really. Mm-hmm. And most notably, he did it with Emmett Smith back in the nineties. Emmett Smith missed five, well, four or five games for them. Right. Well, I think it was three games because they start only three, but he missed three games for them. So in that regard, I'm a little scared for Dak because, like, I have no doubts he's going to get his money. I think he will get his money, but. At some point, you have to be like, all right, is this going to leak over to training camp if there is a training camp? And he's going to potentially hold out and have Andy Dalton take first, first, um, first strings reps? We don't, we don't, you no one wants that whatsoever. Right. So they need to be careful. But I, I will say, I will say this if this were Tony Romo, I think the contract would have been done. Because remember the season that Dak Prescott took over? I believe that was 2016 he took over. Mm-hmm. And it was because Tony Romo had injured his back again. And Jerry Jones was just keep hyped with the media. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's getting healthy. He's coming back. And I still think low-key that he still has such an attachment to Tony Romo. He's just not really getting attached to Dak Prescott the same way. Right. And do you I, think that's a bad thing? I think that well, yes, it is because at the end of the day, Tony Romo retired after the 2017 season. His time was done; it's over. You need to move on and look to the future of the of the Dallas Cowboys. And Dak Prescott is the future of the Dallas Cowboys. You think? So? I don't know. I feel like from a business standpoint, like he's an owner. So it was like. Maybe he, he prefers guys that he has, like, he can get an attachment with. Because, I mean, like, he's a business owner. He owns the team. And Andy Dalton is not a bad quarterback at all. He's not. If anything, like, him, like, Dalton's first first four years and Prescott's first four, it's pretty, like, comparable. Like, it's, like Prescott had the better first four, but, you know, like, the neck and neck. So, Dalton is a – he's a Dallas native. So – who knows? Maybe maybe Jerry Jones feels more confident with Dalton than he does with Prescott. Just off of connection-wise. Ooh, I don't know about that. Cause, you don't think so? I mean, the only the, the connection is Dalton's from Texas. Okay. Jerry Jones from Arkansas. You know, he with Arkansas, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much connection is there, but I do think that Andy Dalton was signed there, only because I think they're kind of bracing for a Dak Prescott holdout, low key. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, they they want to sign somebody that can give them the best chance to win. That's not someone who's going to demand a starting job long term like Cam Newton. Because mm-hmm. they could have signed Cam Newton, but let's be real, Cam Newton's going to want to be a starter, and I don't blame him. And I hate to deviate because this is actually a good topic, but I do want to ask this question to y'all. With the starting jobs that's that's scarce in the NFL right now in terms of quarterbacks, should Cam Newton sit out the year? No, I don't think he wants to. Uh, No, no, I'm saying should should he sit out the year? No, that would be, that's two years now, back to back. Where you're not playing, and I think if that happens, you might have a case where you get forgotten. Like a like the NFL is a very forgetful league, so if I was him, 
Um, it's tough. I would probably I wouldn't mind picking up like a like a backup QB role, just for the fact that like it gives me time to rehab more. Plus, you're gonna get paid, and plus you can kind of show that you're a team guy and that you care about the team with taking that backup spot. And like like GMs in the NFL, they look at stuff like that. So I would I think that's a better route as opposed to just sitting out and potentially risk being forgotten with all the quarterbacks that's coming in and, you know, quarterbacks getting moved around. So. Now, but I want to ask you a question, but then I want you to jump in here. What, what do you think? Nate? I mean, I'm not really sure. I just feel – do you feel like that they would be on a good uh, – like, do you think they would lose all the games if they start? Don't? No, I don't think so. No, I feel I like want to they, ask that question too. Yeah, because that's what you, I'm. Got oh, because you brought up the Emma Smith thing where they lost they all of their games. What if this scenario happens where they actually go undefeated, where they win the first two out of three games, and Dalton plays good? Then what do you do? Yeah, that's what I was thinking mm. the entire time. Like, what if what if Dalton? You know, like if what if he does good? What if he does bad? Like, what are they gonna do with uh, Dak at the end of the point? I mean, at the end. Of the season, well, he damn that because I'm a very, very big believer in going with the high hand. I thought it was the right thing when they did it with Colin Kaepernick. I thought it was the right thing when they did it with um, Patrick Mahomes eventually. So it's it's tough because Dak Prescott's still young and he knows getting up there in age. But I also mm-hmm. do think that. You have to do what you can to capitalize on a quarterback on a championship window because right now the Cowboys are entering a championship window. They have, mm-hmm. uh, they have. I think they have their best team in years, and if they should be a favorite to be in the Super Bowl, they should be in. A, they should be in a favorite to come out the NFC at least, in my opinion. So. If any, if you gotta capitalize on your championship window, I think now's the time to do it. And if if it comes at the at the um at the damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Expense. Yes, if it comes at the expense of Dak Prescott, you have to take that Super risk. Super clutch. You have to take that risk. But in terms of whether camp should set out the year. Like Tello, like what team could he start on if they, he he go to right camp, c- compete and, and get a starting job? Um, I think he can compete for the Chargers starting spot with Herbert um, and Tyler. Ooh, yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, maybe Oakland. Um, maybe Tennessee. You know nah. they gave they gave uh, uh they paid bro that money for a good reason. I don't think yeah, that yeah. Uh, I don't know, there's not too many Patriots if Belichick goes that route. They don't have enough money, unfortunately. If I'm if I'm Cam, I'll take a pay cut. That's what I was gonna say. If I'm Cam, I would just take a pay cut. I'll take I'll take a one year pay cut to potentially win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now here's, here's my thing. I believe that the team he could start on week one is the Washington Redskins. 
you have Alex Smith on the roster. He's not healthy. They don't have Colt McCoy anymore. But they do have Dwayne Haskins. If you go on a cap with Dwayne against Dwayne Haskins, you could win. Because Haskins didn't show much last year that was saying, like, hey, he, he you know, they, they, they can build something with him. It was his rookie season. I know it's his rookie season, and I'm not the type to judge from a rookie season. But sometimes you just know when someone has it or they don't have it. You know, and yeah. there's just really, just really not a lot of teams you could say, like, hey, he could take over because the Browns, they have Baker Mayfield and they have, Co- they have uh, Case Keenum. Yeah, mm-hmm. ja- you have Jaguars, they have Garden Minshew, and not and no one's really backing up Garden Minshew. That's another place to keep in mind because Garden Minshew was good, but I don't think he's a very good long term option for the Jaguars personally. You have Indianapolis could be a spot. Indianapolis has two quarterbacks right now. They have Brissett and Rivers. I don't think he will go there. Well, and three quarterback three back quarterbacks because they drafted Jacob Jacob Eason. Mm. Um, it, it's it's tough right now because Denver they're going to be all in with um Julak. Oakland has Mariota and Carr, not the best quarterback role, but they're going to pick for one of them. Um, New Orleans has Jameis and Breeze and Taysom Hill. Why you say his name like because that? because people see him as a starting quarterback? I think it's a joke that he see him as a start as a starting quarterback. A word? I think it's a joke. Because people will hype up him, but be like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson." Well, we still don't know about him as a quarterback. I'll oh, give you a break. Yeah, give you a break. Yo, real quick, do y'all do y'all hear what's going on with uh, Jay Cutler? You know something? I'm glad you brought that up. Why? Because Krista Cavallari uh, described Jay Cutler as being lazy. He spent over ten years in the NFL getting his head bashed in. Wouldn't you want to be? Wouldn't you be lazy as well? Probably. She better not get half. Oh not get hell half. no! She better not. No, definitely not. She's not. She's she's not old. That definitely not. You never know. Women women tend to get half once they divorce you. Good thing. Good thing he freezed out his accounts because she's gonna take all of his money, all of it. Yep. So, yeah, like he played twelve years in the NFL. I would relax too. I'd be. I wouldn't yeah, do anything. Yeah, because because at the end of the day, you put your body through so much for that many years of your life. I think you are well within your right to relax and do what mm-hmm. you want and not be described yeah, as lazy. She said that he is la- this lazy and unmotivated guy. Well, unmotivated. I, I mean, I'm a Bears fan. I see him be unmotivated, so that's not surprising. But lazy, mm, that's 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 tough. That's, that's, after that's making a tough 120 million dollars, he's lazy. Do they have, like, do they have kids? No, yeah. they, wait. They, they, they have do kids? have kids. Yes, I, they have a farm. <laughs> they have a huh, bro? He literally what? he he stays home with his kids and take care of his farm, and he made. $120 million in his NFL oh, career. But I'm saying maybe she's speaking from the standpoint of he's lazy and like unmotivated with like the kids or like housework and stuff if that, like that. If, if it's with I the kids, that. if it's the kids, it's, it's a, this is a different discussion for sure. Oh, okay, probably. If it's with the kids, maybe it's different, but I don't know, man. I think she's talking about like just in general. Like, like he don't want to go 
Like he don't want to dive with me, and he don't. No, nah, I think it's just in general. Like he doesn't want to work. Like he don't want to do anything because he's like he just worked. You know what I'm saying? Like she feels like he just stays in the house all day. Well, truthfully, just seeing just seeing little clips from Jay Cutler from the Very Cavalry TV show that they had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could see it. He's just he's just a guy that he just doesn't seem to be you know ecstatic about anything in life. He's just such a sourpuss. Like you just, yeah, you, you saw it. I saw it as a as a Bears fan. I saw it as, you know, from the press conferences and all the other stuff. So I I get where she's coming from, but certain things where if 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 it's just a general thing where he's just lazy and it's not just like pinpoint if it's like with the kids or anything like that, then you know, get over yourself. Right. If he's just being a bad husband that just doesn't really like pay attention to you, then then you know, just a different discussion. Mm-hmm. But um, it's death of Jay Cutler. I mean, yep. what, I mean, and now and now they're talking about the NFL is going to be uh, scheduled to play a game on Christmas Day. Christmas Day falls on a um Sunday this um this year. No, on a, on a Friday. Friday. Why would, yep. they, why would uh, they? Why would they do that? I think it's because of the whole like you know. Um, the quarantine thing, so they probably wanted to reschedule. I, I think that's when it's going to start again. Well, that's going to be weird because from what it looks like, college football might be starting later, so most likely they're going to leak it to Christmas. Yeah, because it's, and... say, it's saying Saints and Vikings uh, to play rare Friday NFL game on Christmas Day. Really? Yep. That's in- that's interesting. Mm, that's crazy. That is, that is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um... Wow. Hey, but um, I was so I was seeing the schedule leaks for the uh, NFL, and yo, oh boy, you got Brady and Breeze week one, man. Mm-hmm. You know what's happening? Play the Bills again. Yeah, I play it. I don't. I like don't want to play them like no that. more. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm tired of them. Y'all getting trashed. What <laughs> <laughs> they they went? I think they went zero and sixteen a couple years ago. The first game last season, I'm like, man, we're gonna beat them because they tried. They smacked us, <laughs> y'all, y'all and they way better game. now than they was before. Yeah. We not that much better now than we was before. Yeah, not. Yeah, not. Like, I don't want to play them. Why can't? Why, why don't y'all? <laughs> I go don't want to see them. Uh, like for real. Like, I think y'all should probably go. Out. I feel system like wise, new- he'll probably be a good fit, but that New York media. And the distract. I don't know. I feel they're, like that's the perfect place for Ken, bro. They're Ken, bro. all in. On, they're all in on Darnold, man. They ain't the RPOs, gonna... yeah, we 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 sticking with Darnold. But the RPOs would have been good with Le'Veon and Cam. Um, that would have been a good fit system wise. That'd have been a dangerous duo, Cam we, and Davion. Sticking and with Darnold. That's crazy. Yeah, bugged. We we sticking with Darnold. As I should, Darnold. Hasn't reached his ceiling, and truthfully, I've said this from day one. Adam Gase and Dow Loggins is a horrible combination to develop a quarterback. Very. And I've seen with Dow Loggins, he tried it with Trubisky. He was doing run-run pass. He didn't trust him. I mean, granted, we see now why you shouldn't trust Trubisky, but, I mean, if, if it's the rookie year, you should try to get, his, try to get more, more comfortable positions. Instead of just having him hand off the ball, but I just I hate I hated the Loggins uh, 
hiring. I hated it. And that was the exact reason why, because they're not going to do anyone any favors. Right. And to go back to your, your Haskins point, I don't like this trend in the NFL where it's like, like a rookie quarterback, if he doesn't have a good rookie season, then it's just like throw him out, toss him out. Like you, like, like you have to take time to develop the players. You can't just be like one or two years, oh, he's a flop, he's a bust, next. Like you have to develop players. Like the NFL, especially with quarterbacks, because there's a lot of quarterbacks that come out every year in the draft and they get moved around in free agency. So it's like, like if you don't produce right away, like they'll toss you to the side. But I don't think that's necessarily a good approach. While I agree with you, I do think from the Redskins' perspective, they have to look at it like this. They're in the weirdest division in the NFL. The NFC East barely has repeat winners. There'll be one team to come out of nowhere one year. There'll be one team that everyone expected to do good to struggle. It just seems like it's a never-ending thing. Well, so, I mean, I feel like that is true, but I feel like it's starting to change with the Eagles. Not trying to, like, be funny, but I feel like, honestly, when we won the Super Bowl that very next year, we weren't too far off. You know, it's just that unfortunate things just keep happening. Because, honestly, when we're healthy, we're a championship team. And people will forget that. Right. Like, the, like to me, the Redskins is probably, what, like the third the third best team in that I would division? say third best team. Yeah, third best team. Giants, so Giants, like, are, Giants are right behind them. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, why not take this time to rebuild and develop Haskins and then in the future get some pieces around them and, you know, make a real one in the future? I mean, I don't like why. I don't. I don't because Cam Newton not gonna make that much of a difference. I like mean, I don't think might. y'all winning that division with Cam Newton anyway. I mean, that's true, but remember, there's there's gonna be a third playoff team coming soon. So if Haskins can lead you to that, then maybe. But I'm just, I, I personally, I just think that's the best fit, only from the familiarity standpoint. Because Cam's not gonna get a job starting anywhere else. If we, if we're being honest, Tennessee's not gonna get him to. Uh, Houston sure as hell's not gonna get him. Indy, no, there's there's no team that 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 will start him right now. Right. So they're stuck. It's like Cam is stuck, and I feel bad for him. This is the worst possible year to be a um to be a free agent quarterback. Look at who can start. Because every everyone everyone's booked at this point. Sucks. If I was him, I would I would be a backup, but I would try to be a backup in Pittsburgh. I like the Pittsburgh fit. It's just a matter of is he going to be patient enough to I think Tomlin could te- could talk him into that. I think him and Tomlin will click and it's just like he'll let him know, hey, you set out this year or you back up this year, you learn our offense, learn whatever. Then maybe next year Roethlisberger might retire or move on and you step in. I would like Steel. I would like Cam on the Steelers, one hundred percent. And I, I that would, do think that wouldn't be, be bad, um, actually. Not at all, because yeah. you because you don't know if he will uh, if Ben Roethlisberger will play all sixteen games. I'm not betting on it whatsoever. Right. And and honestly, now that you say uh, now that you're saying that, I'm thinking like Cam is pretty much. The same size, if not bigger than Ben. So, like, it'll kind of be the same system. They both have a great arm. Uh, they both are taller than most uh, quarterbacks, so they can see over the the old line. And you know, I don't. I think it would be. And he can run. The fact that he can run, I think it's a. It'll be an even better like asset. It's like Ben two point I agree. 
I you know? totally agree. So it'd be I mean, like Ben three point Ben Roethlisberger. Is, there's no athleticism whatsoever. Exactly. So yeah, that would be crazy. You know what Jake Glazer said about his his offseason? Nah, I didn't. What you say? Jake Jake Glazer said that there's no fitness in Ben Roethlisberger. Why am I not surprised? Like his offseason workouts is like yoga, playing golf, and then drinking beer. Why am I not surprised? Like. All you know, so, for all they done for him for covering up his little transgressions early in his career, and that's how he's gonna repay them. Give me a break. That's that's. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But I want to move on, and we are bringing back what's uh, what's on your mind today. We're gonna get back to the polls our next episode, but I am gonna change it up a bit. I'm gonna go first with what's on your mind. Uh-oh. And if you know I go first, what's on your mind? I definitely have something to talk about. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter, you know, just, you know. Oh, oh I'm always on Twitter. I, I, I laugh at a lot of memes. I like a lot of things, you know, stuff like that. And then I came across a music debate. Now, typically on Twitter, I stay away from music debates because I feel like everyone's a follower when it comes to who everyone likes on Twitter. Everyone hates one person, but everyone loves one person. It's, it's always a big group of people who hate one person, but love another person. It's irritating. That's why I always tell you, you cannot take music opinions from Twitter because they will tell you that an artist is good when they, in all honesty, they're garbage. But it's mostly for the guys that are good, they'll say they're garbage. But I won't get into all of that. <clears throat> so the debate came up. With Travis Scott and Wale. <sighs> now, a lot of people, there was people who were saying that Wale can't even touch Travis Scott. Yeah. Wow. You know, <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I'm a big Wale fan. So I'm, I'm, st- but I'm still going to be partial. I hate getting into the numbers aspect. I hate getting into the charts and everything like that because Travis Scott will get on the charts. He makes good music. He's not a he's not a good rapper, in my opinion. He's not a good rapper. He just makes good music. But Wale has the versatility to be a good R and B artist, a good rapper, make make music for all types of demographics, but still relate to us. Wale makes music for us, if you know what I mean. And you do hear him on the radio more times than not. More times than Travis. That's a pretty big deal. And I don't like getting into stuff like that, but... You're wild. You're wild. Am I? Yes, Travis is always on the radio, bro. For how many songs? Travis is on the radio way more than For how many songs? Every song. Every song? bro. Bro, Travis, I promise you Travis is on the radio. Every song, Nate? No. Or or, or is it just um, sicko mode? Exactly, sicko mode. <laughs> okay, that's it. That that, that that's, that's it. it, right? Okay, that's okay. It. So you just capped. I did. No, nah, I'm not capping. I'm saying like that song is played on the radio more often. Yeah, so I know it's it's, it's played. It. Yeah, it's. You're right. You're right. But you know what? You know what? I, I think I know. I think y'all know where I'm going with this. I think that I, I personally I prefer Wally over Travis Scott. Travis Scott is 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 music that's gonna get you hyped. I understand that, but 
Wale is a hit maker, in my opinion. He is a hit maker. But I'll open the floor up to whoever want to take this because I said my case. I'm not going to go any further than that. That's my answer. I can go ahead. <laughs> you want me to go ahead? I you go ahead. I'm going to sit back. All right, so I, f- I feel like, one, Wale Ooh. is way better than Travis. What? That's, See, that's, 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 that's number one. But, but wait, 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 but Travis Scott is a better – I don't want to, like, split the two. I don't want to be that guy. But Travis Scott is way more versatile than, than, than Wale. Like, Travis – I can see where people – I can see where people – he's not he not that versatile, but Travis, you know, he really, like, produces his own beats and other beats. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he really does a lot of the things himself. That's number one. And Travis, he – when you said Wale he is a hit maker, I think Travis is a hit maker. To be a hundred percent honest with you, so but I think Wale is a better rapper. Like I feel like he he's you know what I'm saying he 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 relates more to us. You know what I'm saying like our generation and like you know people like us. You feel me? Like and Travis does sometimes in some ways, uh, but not in the way Wale does. You feel what I'm saying? But I definitely think Wale is better. I think Twitter be wilding sometimes. <laughs> but go ahead, Tyler. Let me hear um, what you gotta say. I'll piggyback off of what y'all said. Wale is definitely the better rapper, but in my opinion, Travis Scott is the better artist. Um, not by much, though. Like you said, yeah. You don't th- not I think but, so. no, I look right. Watch this. Like Wale, Wale uh, yeah, makes. I think he so. Makes great music. Like, but Wale doesn't really make hits. He doesn't. He makes great music, and no, he makes great music that you can connect to and you can, can you he can don't. relate to. But Travis Scott, he makes like hits. Tra- yeah, he's literally like Sicko a hit machine, bro. Like he's the like whole, he's like Kanye West Jr. Goosebumps. The whole version of Trap Saints McKnight was hit. Like they was all hit. Like Wale, yeah. he don't like me personally. I like the song because I can relate to it. But you don't hear "Sue Me" on the but radio. But you hear "On Chill" though, right? You hear you "On what? Chill" though, right? Yeah, bro. Wait, that's hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out, time out, time out. You hear. From every, every two album years, that nah, Wale has two years, released, have we yeah, not yeah, heard yeah. at least one or two songs on the radio? You hear one song. Right, but for Travis, it's one. way more than that. And only one. Yeah. It's like five. Birds in the Trap Saint McKnight. You can play every song on the radio. I agree with that. No, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Literally. Go- Goosebumps yeah. alone is crazy. Like, and I think I think music is just it's a thing where it's like like, what have you done for me lately, too? Like, if you haven't really done much lately, like, you kind of you kind of fall in the ring, so you fall in people's minds. So, like, I mean, Wale that's, that's hasn't true. really that's been true. consistent the past few years. I don't... Whereas Travis Scott has been consistently dropping music, dropping hits, and staying relevant. And the music is actually good, so when that happens... Wait, wait, wait what? Wait, didn't Wale drop the most recent album out no. of the two? Yeah, Travis Scott dropped yes, he did. after Wale. I think. No, he didn't. Yeah, why? No, why? No, Wale. 
No, I yeah. think Wale well, recently no, dropped Wild Crazy came out. Wale um, dropped again. After anything, it did. Travis I know it was, it was last year, but I'm not sure like, yeah. the time frame of it. I, I mean, unless you want to count Jack Boys, but that's about, I mean. Yeah, I ain't going to really count Jack Boys. That's about what? That's six about songs, it. Seven songs? Yeah. Yeah. Wale definitely dropped. All right, but before Travis. that, when was the last album? Sean? And that was like 2017? I, I think I, I, that was 2017. He drops yeah. like every year. And if he doesn't drop every year, he's dropping a few hits every year to it. Even if it's not a whole album and a whole body of work, you like he's dropping a hit and he's staying relevant. But Wale's not really doing that. So it's like, like a, it's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? True. It's like a recency bias. Like if you've done something recent and it's good, you get looked at at a higher light. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine, I, and, and you know it could be me being a little bit biased about for Wale, but I, I would I would not I would not say Travis Scott makes bad music or anything like that. Cause he doesn't, not at all. But it's just the the artistry. I think uh the uh, the comparison can be made. Right, two different artists. And anyone who anyone any anyone who dismisses that is a fool. Fair point. So we didn't we didn't handle the debate, but, Travis Scott or Wale. I'm going. Uh, Man, it's tough. I'm going. I'm personally going Wale. I'm going Wale. Personally, you I'm going, going Wale. Going... But I get why people say Travis Scott. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm gonna go Wale only because I, I, I know Wale makes like. I just feel like Wale's music. You, you can play it anywhere, bro. You can play it. That's everywhere. what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I a lot of people just a lot of people. 24/7. A lot of people just forget that you can play Wale anywhere, and this dates back to when he was making like, ambition. But, but to be fair, yeah. Wale uses a lot of big words and poetic schemes, whereas Travis Scott is more melodic and dumbed down. So it all depends on what suits you best. Yeah, well, true. that's that's a that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point because some people aren't built for that, you know. That soul stuff. Not right. everyone go for that, but um, anyone could take this next one. What's on your mind? So that was a fun debate, fun talk. I hate to take it to a serious note, but I'm gonna read out this um this headline. It says three charged and killing of store security guard over face mask. Right. Um. A couple of days ago in Flint, Michigan, there was this incident where a security guard at Family Dollar, he was shot and killed by this man simply because the security guard told him he can't come into the store unless he has his face mask. Now, it's not that the security guard was just telling him his own rules or picking on the guy. It's like a government-issued law now that you have to step into establishments with your face mask. The guy, his name was uh, Calvin Munderland. He was 43. The three people charged was Charvel Teague. She's 45. Larry Teague, 44. And a guy, Raymond Yet Bishop, 23. So all pretty, like, like grown people, like grown adults. And this guy, the security guard, was killed simply because he was doing his job. And since <laughs> this stuff like this, especially in the black community, got to stop. Like there's no, there was no need for this man to lose his life. There was no need for it to be taken to that level. 
And it's not like I said, it's not like he's doing it purposely to you. It's to everybody. Everybody gotta wear their mask. Everybody gotta do what they gotta do. And it's just like it's senseless. And I'll leave you like with a quote with his mom, but she said, They didn't have to take my baby. And it wasn't that serious. All you people have to do is listen to the law, listen to the governor. Just stay home. If you don't have to come out, then you wouldn't need a mask unless you're out getting groceries and necessities. All my baby was doing was his job working, and now he's gone. It's just a sad, tragic scenario that didn't need to happen, shouldn't have happened, and it's just unfortunate and sick, to be honest. It really is, man. That's crazy. It's sad. It's sad that that happens so often. Yeah, like it's unnecessary. And and it's crazy that you like bring that up because I don't even mean to like move past it, but even my what's on your mind, you know what I mean, to to lead right into it was, I know y'all heard about the thing. Um, I heard you heard about what happened in Georgia with Ahmaud Arbery um, when the boy was just running. Well, not a boy; he was a grown man at that point. Uh, he was just running and. You know, these two white supremacists, you know, they, they try to stop him and tell him, thinking that he's a robber or a burglar or something, and just shot and killed him. You know, and, and it's just crazy, like, how do you even, even if you think that that's a robber, who gives you the right to shoot and kill me? Like, who are you? That's what I, I don't understand why things like this keeps happening. And it's like, it's it's like these people feel like they're they're above the law because they have a gun or because they're licensed to carry a gun. That doesn't mean that you can see somebody run running and assume that they're doing something. What's up with everybody assuming somebody is doing something? Like the same thing with the Trayvon Martin thing, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody mm-hmm. wants to assume and then shoot and then get away with it. These people aren't even in jail. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's 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 why I'm bringing it up. Like, it's sad to me that they're not even being prosecuted. They're not. Nothing's going on. They're home. You know what I'm saying? And but now, right. Ahmad's parents. You know his family has to suffer. And he was literally going on for a run. He doesn't even look like a threatening kid. Did y'all see that video? <clears throat> no, I didn't see the video. I did. Like, that's that's did. sickening to see like a boy just running and trying to fight for his life. It was life. chilling. You know what I'm saying? That's sad, man. We got to change. Yeah. It's chilling. And <clears throat> sorry to interrupt, but I was bracing for us to talk about this because as three black men doing a podcast on a summer big platform, we do need to talk about stuff like yeah. this. It sickens, it sickens me. It's disgusting that number one, we can't even go for a jog. We can't even jog in peace. Can't do nothing. our own business. We can't do anything that doesn't look threatening to people, and they use that as an excuse to kill us. And just for the people who try to mitigate this, saying, "Well, I don't know why y'all talk about how white people always kill black people and stuff like that." You got black on black crime, whatever, whatever. You got to change the narrative because this is this isn't something that affects y'all. We don't we don't kill because you're white. We don't kill you because you're white. Mm-hmm. You kill us because we're black. That's the difference. And the epitome of white privilege 
is having two men caught on camera. They know their names, and they're sitting home comfortably, not being prosecuted. Mm-hmm. You tell me who should be the pissed off party here. Seeing one of our own getting killed. And you tell me, should I be pissed off again because Sean Reed got killed on live mm-hmm. in his car? A, 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 a former soldier? Or should I just focus on what's going on in my community? So you can so I can take the focus away from from y'all taking our lives. Over and over. So we can focus on us. And don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong. There are obviously there's issues in the black community. We know this. We 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 are we've witnessed it over the past couple of months. But don't sit here and try to tell us about how angry we should be or we should not be angry that you guys are essentially taking our lives. Right. This is the stuff that I'm talking about. It makes it it, it pains me to talk about stuff like this because. I don't want black trauma to be a thing that it keeps talking about. It keeps being retweeted onto our timelines. It doesn't bring awareness. It does nothing. It makes us aware. I understand that, but it just seems to be normal. And that's the scariest part about this. And and the the sad part is, I can tell black folk, yo, you know, y'all live in carry states. Carry a gun. But if you are even in possession of one, you're already yeah, going to. I wouldn't. You can't. Even, you can't even say that. That's nowadays. the scariest part about it. If we have one, they don't. They wouldn't even care if we had a license. They wouldn't give us the chance to bring it out. That's the problem. Exactly, and the difference between us and the other party is that if it was two black, if it was two black men in that truck hunting down a white jogger. Them, their asses would be in jail right what? now. That's the difference. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, they would be in jail. You know what they would be calling us right now? We would be we would be All monkeys. We would be gorillas. Words, we, we we should be in jail. All all this other stuff, man. And it, it just it this stuff like this just really bothers me. Hey yo, nah, nah, nah. You know like what? This, and Brad, you know, you know what? what's so crazy? You know what else is on my mind, bro? You know what's so crazy? How is this so what's up? wild how when when they're when this other part protests, right, and they're they're sitting there screaming and smacking security, mm, I talk mean, about policemen it. and all that things, right? How, what? Where's all the shields from the police? Where? Where the pepper spray? Where the mace? Where's the riots? Where's Where's all of that from? Y'all don't do that. And then now things are actually opening up because they're protesting, even though every day the the coronavirus is doubling, especially in our state in New York. So I'm confused on how come their protest isn't called a riot, and they're not. You want to know why? Because it's not their. Ba- it's not. It's not our battle. It's theirs yes. because they're spoiled and their privilege is being taken away from them, and they don't know how to contain themselves. That's sad. That's the difference. That's sad, bro. That's really That's sad. the difference. That's and sad. It's it's sickening. It's sickening. I'm 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 so glad you brought that up. I'm so, so glad you brought that up because I tell you, I don't want to hear a damn thing of any of the bad things that come from black people rioting about anything. I don't want to hear it. Because now you just showed your ass and now you look like a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. 
And a, a big takeaway from this is that in one scenario, you have black on black crime where your own community is killing you. And then in another scenario, you have the other party that's taking your life. And it's like when you're attacked on both sides, what hope do you really have? Not much. Okay. Man, that's what sucks. But I mean, I don't know what to say at this point. I really don't. I really, really don't. I, I don't it's, know what to say because it keeps it's happening. Just sad. <laughs> it, it keeps happening and it's just like, man, when is it going to stop? Why can't people just leave each other alone, man? And that's, that's all I want to know. Right. I mean, rough way to end the show because this, this is a very, very good show. We had a lot of laughs and stuff like that. Right. And um, I just want to reiterate something I've said a lot during these quarantine episodes. If you don't have a good reason to be out of the house, <laughs> stay home. Well, I mean, you stay can't really home. say that now because everything's opening up. So it's like, what, like what, people bro, are starting to find reasons now. Tell those, tell those. I get yeah, what you're yeah, saying, yeah. but like people, like yeah, there's a little yeah, slightly yeah, more yeah. freedom. Stay home. But but, 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 but hold on, hold on, hold on. You, the, you say there's slightly more freedom, Meaning but like, when people are get people when people are given an inch, they're gonna take the whole freaking mile. That's what so, I'm saying, especially since you got people forcing them to be inside. So it's like people when you give them the little inch, they're gonna take them out because they haven't had an inch in two months. That I mean, and that that's fair. That's fair. But I'm gonna say you this. know you can say okay. tell them stay in the house, just practice social distancing. And wear Fair your enough. mask and gloves. Fair I enough. I get it. It's summertime. The weather's nice now. If you want to be outside, you shouldn't be outside. But if you're going to be outside, practice social distancing. Stay wear your mask. In the house. Wear your gloves. <laughs> you bugging. It's 70 degrees outside. I'm going outside. You, bro, For what? What, are you, For what? what are you doing, what? man? We're going back. You man. know how. We're not going backwards. I'm saying, all right, cool. I get what y'all saying. But not everybody going to stay in the house. But you got to understand. So if you're going to go outside, just practice social distancing. Wear your mask, wear your gloves, and you just practice social distancing. Okay, uh, but, yeah, but you, you, have, you, haven't, you haven't answered my question. What was your, I didn't yeah, the question. Since it's going to be 70, 70 degrees, where you, what you going to do? I might go for a run. I might just take a walk, get some fresh air. We can do Stuff that? like that. I'm not going to have no cookout and go crazy and party, but I'm going to step outside. Okay. I mean, can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that at all. Right. But hopefully there will be a time where we I don't have we don't have to do this podcast, you know, through, you know, our own homes because it is a little bit inconvenient, but um right, you got my mom telling me wash the dishes. <laughs> Yo, get me out this house now. <laughs> <laughs> My boy got chores to do. It's all right. I understand, man. We, exactly. we all got to do I, I, I understand. And, and, and for the purpose of you not getting, you know, your, your, your bottom tap. Okay, stop. Show so now, you now, you're yeah. word. now you're bugging. He, 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 know, he know it's punishment time. He in the house. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here lying to the public. He like, give me that. None of that happens to me. Okay, see. She said, give me that. You and these false, false narratives. None of that happens to me. She said, your little girlfriend, whoever you want to talk to, he, she got to go. Like, she, <laughs> yo, my, my mom used to put me on punishment and told me I had to break up my girl for, for, for the week. Oh, <laughs> no. See what you did, mom? You got, you got them laughing at me on this podcast. See what you did? <laughs> this just could have waited, man. 
That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it could have waited, but you also made them dishes wait. So mm. who whose side are you on? We on <laughs> we on mom's side. What you talking about, man? We want to plate when Thanksgiving All right. comes. All right, I see. I see how we. I see how we <laughs> You do your own people, man. Your own people. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, we're going to end this here. We're going to see you guys next week with some more good material. But until then, peace and love. I